this year I really focused on three things. So that was conversations, that was posting, um, meaningful content, not just posting the post. And then also, um, this may not seem related to business, but being able to stick to my own routine. Cause I feel like when I fall out of routine in terms of like working out, I don't feel like the business owner, I don't feel like the person. So those three things were the main things that I focused on. And then anything outside of that, um, if I got it done, it, it's fine. But those are my main three things I focused on. And as long as I did those things, I was able to like do other stuff, like enjoy activities with friends, family. Um, but I would never like go without doing those three things. I think before I was trying to like write blogs, I was trying to like post every day and, and just it just was all over the place. So um, I think focusing on those three things and making those non-negotiable was the game changer. Those are the only guardrails I had. Welcome to the Key and Mang audio experience where you're here from two up and coming therapists looking to enhance the lives of listeners by addressing health, wealth, lifestyle, and overall growth. Tune in to hear the latest lessons learned on the Key and Mang audio experience. This episode is brought to you by Varela Financial, the experts in student loan repayment solutions. Not sure what to do with your student loans? That's how we felt before scheduling the free call with Varela Financial where they helped us create plans based on our lifestyle and goals. For more information, check them out at www.varelafinancial.com or click the link in the description to schedule your free call today. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Key and Mang Audio Experience. I'm your host, Mang. As always, I'm my fellow co-host, Key. Key, what's good? What's up, Mang? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm, I'm yeah. feeling how living? I sound. Yeah, I'm living. Yeah. Mm. Mm -mm. get over it quick because you know it's an important week coming up for you yeah yeah but before we dive into that we'll come back to that before we dive into that this or that for today to you is it more important to be authentic or adaptable i think there's pros and cons to both but i'm gonna say authentic because i feel like in times where you have to be quote unquote adaptable, it may not be like in line with exactly what makes you happy. And I think from like a like peace of mind and like living in alignment with values, I think is more important to be authentic most times. I I I totally get your answer. I think without having any context, this is a hard question to answer. But if I had to pick one, I'm picking adaptable because I the scenario that came to my head is like if I were at um like if I were at gunpoint or something, someone was pointing a gun at me and I had to either be myself, my, my natural instinct might be to like either run away or, you know, try and not get shot. Right. But if I'm having to think about being adaptable, what how I probably start thinking about ways I can disarm this guy or this girl or whoever the person is um, trying to figure out ways that can I talk myself out of this and not them not shooting me. So if that's the first scenario like here in my mind, I was like having being able to not switch up who you are, but depending on the situation, the task at hand or situation at hand, being able to be equipped to handle whatever circumstances come to you. So I'm going to pick adaptable on that one if we have no other context to that to that question yeah that makes sense I would have to be adaptable too so I think 
I think in most cases, normal cases, not life or death, I think is more beneficial <laughs> to be authentic, but I can see both sides. You could be authentically Look, if you're authentic, adaptable. Adaptable? Yeah. I was just thinking about that. I was like, if you're authentically adapt adaptable on, on the rip, on the on the from the jump, then you win it. You got both. Yeah. So but um, to be. we're going into say that again. I was just saying that I feel like it's that's hard to be sometimes. Oh, for sure. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. But that's why I thought it was an interesting question because it's like two opposite things, but there can be some similarities in there. So I mentioned earlier how this is a important week for you. And it's because you're turning another year older next Sunday at the time of this recording. I'm not going to disclose your age. I'll let you do that. But just know you're pushing 30. Well, we'll say we'll say that. <laughs> um, and last year we did the <laughs> last year we did the a series on like life lessons that you learned every all throughout the year. So maybe I will give out your age because you did 26 lessons last year. Um, and so we're just going to add one more life lesson to that that you learned over the last year that you feel like was helpful for you and can help anybody who's listening to to this. So I don't know what this is. So I'm curious to hear what your what your life lesson was that you learned this last year. So I'm going to throw it over to you. Uh, my lesson was that I want to give context before I say this. So I always felt like I needed to like decrease my hours at work in order to have more success in my uh, business and like do more things that I wanted to do outside of work. But this year I learned that I don't necessarily need more time. I just need more focused time because I think I've done more with less time this year than I did in previous years. And I'm also working more than I ever have. So that's really just a result of having more quality work time, um, having better focus when I am working as opposed to trying to do too many things at once and being pulled in multiple directions and not gaining any traction on what I want to do. So I don't I don't really feel like I need to decrease my hours as much as I used to. Um, I just feel like I need to be more meticulous about how I'm spending my time. That was that was the big lesson for me this year. What do you feel like helped you hone on that skill of being more focused and understanding that you have the same 24 hours that you had last year, but being able to be more efficient and hone in on what you get done instead of putting your attention in different areas? What helped you the most? Uh, definitely my business coach, because I would always say like, hey, I want to do this. And she's like, you really don't need to do that. You just need to focus on like the main things and I feel like before I was trying to do things that don't necessarily generate any revenue is more so um, busy work thing. So just having somebody to like run ideas um, off of and having somebody basically tell me exactly what I need to focus on because they've been there and they've also been a staff physical therapist and now is are, are like doing their own business. So um, just being able to have that person that has done that tell me exactly what I should be focused on in the same position was helpful. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point because I feel like it's easy to 
it's easy to it's harder it's hard to focus it's hard to focus for a long period of time when you have to focus on one thing because we got phones we got emails we got family things that can distract you and pull you a lot of different ways and the amount of progress that you can make when you really hone in on one one or two things and see how far that takes you with like guided focus work can can really be really be a game changer so I'm just I think that's something that a lot of people myself included like struggle with and being not spreading yourself too thin so did you have like besides I know your coach was super important in your like journey to getting more done this year but were there other guardrails that you put up to make sure you didn't venture off into different avenues or different different ways I just picked three main things that I will focus on every every week. Um, I think when you're trying to build your business, there's so many different things that you could possibly be doing, but they're not always needed all at the same time. So this year, I really focused on three things. So that was conversations, that was posting, um, meaningful content, not just posting the post. And then also, um, this may not seem related to business, but being able to stick to my own routine. Cause I feel like when I fall out of routine in terms of like working out, I don't feel like the business owner, I don't feel like the person. So those three things were the main things that I focused on. And then anything outside of that, um, if I got it done, it, it's fine. But those are my main three things I focused on. And as long as I did those things, I was able to like do other stuff, like enjoy activities with friends, family. Um, but I would never like, go without doing those three things. I think before I was trying to like write blogs, I was trying to like post every day and, and just, it just was all over the place. So um, I think focusing on those three things and making those non-negotiable was the game changer. Those are the only guardrails I had. And how'd you pick those three things to focus on? Like what went into decision-making progress? So like, I'm gonna focus on this, this, and this. Um. Uh, I decided to focus on conversations because I realized that when I was just posting the post, I was posting things from my own brain as opposed to things that people that are in my audience I want want to learn about. Because I think you think certain things are cool. Like I could geek out over certain things in terms of um, like lifting and strength and conditioning, but the person that I want to work with doesn't care about that. So I decided to focus on conversations because when I have conversations, people will um, tell you exactly what they're struggling with. And then I'll use that to create my content. So it was just an easier way for me to get ideas as opposed to trying to figure things out from my own head when that's necessary. That's not what the regular person cares about. It's more so what other healthcare professionals care about. Um, so I think that was helpful in helping me create content and then also just um, building relationships with people. Cause you can have great content, but if people don't, relate to you or like they don't really feel comfortable with you it's going to be hard for them to feel comfortable buying from you unless like you already have like a huge audience and like you're drake and you could put out anything and anybody is gonna buy um so <laughs> so i think it's a, it's a it's more important to build relationships when you're like a smaller brand as opposed to um like bigger brands so that's what made me focus on the conversations um and then from there uh, posting meaningful content came from the conversations and then me being able to stick to my routine just made me feel like the person that 
is running, like lifting for women. Like, I feel like when I'm out of routine, I don't really feel in line with my business. So it all goes together. So when you were, um, when you were thinking about like focusing on creating conversations, was this something that you like had in your head that you were going to do, or was it something that you wrote down and you're like, I'm going to stick to this, I'm going to commit to this, or was it all something that you kind of planned all in your head and then executed based on that? I didn't even know how important conversations was until I, to my business coach was like, you should just focus on having conversations with people every day. And then I started doing it and then making content was easier for me to create after I started talking to more people. So I was like, that's just what I'm going to focus on. So um, I just made it, I, I made it a priority after I saw how helpful it was, but it wasn't my idea to make it a priority. I just had followed what I was told and then I realized the importance of it. Gotcha. No, I, I asked because, you know, some people are like, have to write everything down. Some people like to keep things in their head and just like have everything stored in there and then just like execute on that. So I know everyone's a little different. I was just kind of curious about your, your thought process and how you went about kind of the beginning stages to executing it and then to what it's turned into now. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't write anything down, but those are like the main things I would focus on. Like every day I would make sure that I was either starting conversations, continuing conversations. And then if anybody was like new to um, my page, I would reach out to them and just start a conversation. Like that's something I do every single day. So it wasn't nothing. And really when did you know, when, when did you know that, um, that your conversation that you were creating was like starting to pay off? Was it something that happened immediately or is it something that took a couple weeks, couple months to get going before you're like, oh, like, I see the importance of this. I see the value of this. I'm going to keep doing this with everybody that comes in or everyone, anyone that's currently in, in the group. I think that I saw the benefit from me being able to make content right away because I was like, oh, somebody like asked this question in this conversation so I can just take the same, like the content piece and use it as something on my main page because if they're asking that question I'm pretty sure other people have the have that question as well um so that benefit came first and then I think it took a few months for me to see the benefit of reaching out to people and I'm um, just having conversations because when you're having conversations with people you kind of um stay top of mind and then especially on Facebook um your stuff is more likely to um be shown on their timeline like when they're interacting with you consistently um, so I think that was a good way to stay top of mind. And then uh, people would also um, reach out to me after like having that initial conversation. Like I mean, I have went any, anywhere, but months later, they'll reach out to me with a different question. Um, and that's also how I got some clients. So I think it took a couple months for me to see that benefit. Gotcha. No, I, I was just curious because I feel like you get the idea of I'm going to set this goal of creating more conversations and sometimes you might reach out to people and they leave you on red. They might not see it. They might not respond. And, you know, it's easy to be like, man, I ain't going to reach out to nobody else. This person's ignoring me. This person doesn't want to hear from me, but the grit or I don't know, grit resilience, if that's the right word to, to be able to go to the next person and be like, okay, like you didn't respond. That's okay. I'm still going to post valuable content. I'm still going to reach out to, to people and try and, nurture my group and give them what they're looking for and 
who knows, maybe that person that left you on red or didn't respond the first time they see you posting consistently, maybe they were a little scared, hesitant about putting their goals out there or what they're struggling with. They see that you're considering to post and they're like, oh, okay, like I'm going to reach out to her now. And it might be someone that you reached out to five months ago, they left you on red, but they reach out now um, and not having any hard feelings about it, but just trying to help from a genuine place. So I really like that. I I was just kind of curious about your your thought process and and this journey because um, I think it's easy to kind of fall off if you don't see the results immediately and just sticking with it, knowing that you got somebody in your corner who's kind of who's guiding you along the way and telling you what to look out for and how to approach different conversations and making sure that you're trending in the right direction. So I just wanted to dive deep into your into your thought process a little bit and and see how you're how you're approaching things again also um speaking of like having grit and continuing to reach out to people or talk to people when people leave you on red like two weeks ago before I started my group coaching program I was having um like I posted I posted something uh basically releasing my group coaching program and I had like 35 people comment under it saying that they were interested and out of those people, only like 10 people wanted to actually like go forward with a call and learn more about it. And then I was getting, I remember one day I was getting annoyed because I had all these comments, like people expressing interest. And then when it was time to actually talk about the program and like talk about the pricing and get on the call, uh, like people were crickets. And then so I remember that. <laughs> Remember, I got off of work one day and I was just like, I really don't want to respond to this message because some lady had had reached out to me and she was like, oh, I'm interested in the program. And I'm like, fucking 40 other people said they're interested and nobody's making any moves. So um, I was like, I'm not getting a, I'm not getting on a call. And I was just like, oh, here's the program description. Me just being lazy. I just sent her like the, the sign up page and she signed up. No call, nothing. And I, <laughs> and I wasn't going to respond. And I was like, that's mad funny. Cause I was getting like so annoyed with people like pump faking and stuff. Um, and then I wasn't gonna respond to her. <laughs> that was gonna be like a client I, I missed out on. So but I was like, that's so interesting because I usually would have offered to get on the call, break down the program, but then I was so I was so like frustrated that I just sent the link and she still signed up. But I think I think that is because I like for months I've been posting and posting and posting. So like my my page is doing like the heavy lifting for me anyway. So I don't necessarily need to always get on the call, which is good. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. I agree. But I was getting annoyed. I say all that to say I was getting annoyed with people <laughs> um, like either not responding or like saying they were interested and then being crickets when it's time to talk about it. But it worked out. I mean, that, that's part of it. That's part of it, though. And I, I feel like once you get people in and they see how well they're doing and the results that they're getting, then it's like, all right, more people about to pull up. Those people are going to start posting their results. And then they're like, oh, let me hop in on keys group classes because people are getting results. So they're having fun. They're having a good time with it. They're getting a lot of perks on the side too, um, in terms of what you give them as bonuses or um, mm-hmm. and things like that. So um, yeah, just, just stick with it. I know it's a, it's a process and, you're going to get mad. <laughs> you're going to be upset sometimes, but you're also going to have the good times too. I've seen helping people get the results that they want. So um, no, that's, that's real cool. That's real cool. It was yeah. a good lesson. I didn't know where you were going with this and it, it was a good lesson. 
Yeah, uh, that was that was my main lesson for the year. I feel like the other lessons I talked about, they always come up year after year. But um, I think this one was a new one for me. I like it. I like it. I think it's easy once you get in a routine to be like, all right, I'm, uh, you know, what's got me here has worked so far. So I'm going to stick with it. But, you know, there's always an opportunity to learn something, something new, something that changes your perspective or changes your circumstances. So don't close your mind to those opportunities as they come and as you see things. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Um, and then if you see Key, hit her up on social, tell her happy birthday, tell her she's getting old. Um, but awesome. yeah, I, I hope you, I hope you enjoy it. And, um, um, yeah, I, th- I think you're doing great and keep doing what you do. Thank you so much. Hashtag pushing 30. <laughs> Hashtag pushing 30. All right. We'll catch y'all on the next episode of the Key and Mang Audio Experience. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Key and Mang Audio Experience. Make sure to subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review, and we'll catch you in the next episode.